Welcome to As Above, So Below, with Sydney Rich and the Psychic Yogi Keisha Lee. Beautiful. This is our Mystic Moon edition, which is our full moon meditation, where we're going to go through this beautiful, super full blue Pisces moon. Um, and we're going to have our cosmic chat, tarot, collective reading, and then go into our energy read for the collective with Keisha. So like we just mentioned, it is a super moon. Let's break that down first. Super moon means it's really close, really bright, really big. So this is one of the most powerful moons of this whole astrological season year. Um, and so hopefully, not hopefully, just understanding that if you're feeling a lot, obviously Pisces energy is emotional. If you're feeling a lot, you should be. If it, if things in your life feel very like anticipatory or like something's about to happen, like this is a very energized moon, it being a super moon. Super moon really just means it's closer to the earth. So if it stops raining over here in Atlanta, hopefully we can see that moon. It'll be bright. It'll be big. It'll be bold. Um, and a blue moon is because it is the second full moon of August, which is really cool. Um, so there's that saying, once in a blue moon, because it doesn't happen that often. I believe it probably happens once a year. Um, last year, we had it in October, or maybe it was a year before, during Halloween, which was fun. Uh, so yes, a blue moon is two full moons in the same month. Um, and typically that's going to be in your months that are a little longer, like August, uh, shout out the 31st, the B day. Um, but with that being said, the moon will be full tomorrow on the 30th. Uh, but of course we're in that window. So now tomorrow, Thursday, we're in that full moon energy and with Virgo season, we get a Pisces, a two fish moon, um, and I love this energy. I love this axis. Obviously, like I said, I'm biased, but I love this axis. I love this energy because it's very, I feel like it's the best of both worlds um, in a receptive manner. You get these earthy, grounded, structure, nourishing, nurturing, um, still getting down to business. But then you have Pisces energy, which is dreamy and ethereal and um expansive and has this feeling of like you can do anything and 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 everything is at our fingertips and so bringing those two together is really uh, magical to me and I really enjoy that because Virgo energy as we talked about in the new moon or our astro we haven't had the Virgo new moon but in our astro reiki Virgo brings a lot of that spiritual energy down to reality it's kind of like a an earth angel energy and so when you have pisces which is a very spiritual wise sign being the last of the zodiac it has a lot to teach us it has a lot to show us and has a lot to show us that is beyond our reality here because it is that bridge between this life and the afterlife it ruling the 12th house in astrology so Pisces energy is extremely powerful, as is Virgo, but in a way that seems a little bit more subtle because they are mutable signs. So you have this flexibility, you have this expansion that can happen with this energy that you may not get with a cardinal or fixed energy. 
it's it allows you to be a little bit more loose, a little bit more yourself and feel okay with like figuring things out, right? Understanding things, coming to some type of um, place within yourself that feels authentic, but also flexible. You know, this is not a time to be like, this is what it is, period. This is the time to say, you know, this is how I'm feeling right now. This is what's true to me right now. And I'm going to honor that. And I'm going to make space for that. And I'm going to allow that to show me the way forward. Show me where I'm going. And that's a lot of the energy that I'm picking up personally and in the collective is this sense of ascension. You know, these are both very spiritual signs. And we are always ascending. We're always evolving. And when we get in this cool season of transitioning from summer into fall, this moon is called the harvest moon. When you harvest something, it's time to like, okay, I planted these seeds. Now I'm seeing what has culminated from my efforts. And that's also what that big full moon energy shows us, a culmination. We did this, we did this, we did this, we've been doing the work, we've been doing, we've been present, we've been authentic, we've been real, we've been emotionally connected to our actions. And so when we, when we get to this place in the year, it's like, okay, what has that yielded us? When we think of harvest, what, what has grown? And now is the time to be able to kind of really take an assessment of that and say, okay, this feels good. I feel good where I am, even if I'm still growing to where I'm going to be. So I really like this time of year. It feels like we've done something and we have more to do, but also like a checkpoint that's like, all right, like this year hasn't been, you know, for nothing, right? It's, it's, we, it's also the sixth, Virgo is the sixth astrological sign. So we're literally halfway. So it's really is like a checkpoint. And when we get here, like I was speaking with Keisha, I feel like we're in a space collectively and independently of like a new foundation, a new, a new way of viewing things, being, existing, loving, experiencing. And with that Virgo energy, it's like, Okay, let's how can we make that into our routine or our foundation moving forward, but also be open to the changes and the flexibility of the of the rest of this year, right? With this mutable energy. And so I was using the um analogy of a um something being laminated. So you make something, right? You make something, this is the base, this is the foundation, this is the structure, this is the organization, very Virgo, right? You laminate that and now you're like, okay, I can insert this aspect, this detail, this idea, this dream, this aspiration, this goal, um, but it has the ability for you to wipe that down and start anew or add something. But the base, the laminated portion of your foundation is kind of set. 
And it's in this space, like I started at the beginning of feeling like we've ascended, we've reached a new spiritual space, a spiritual level. So you may be feeling less connected to your past self. As we know, we're always ever evolving. And so we get into these spaces of being like, you know what? That's just not me anymore. And you will know that. You will know when something doesn't resonate with you anymore because it won't trigger you. It won't excite you. It'll feel very neutral. It'll be like, great, thumbs up. Happy happy that that's going on over there. But I'm not really into that. And then you'll feel like a lot of times with Ascension, there's a longing that is happening for what is next. So if you're feeling this energy of like, what's next? I'm ready for what's next. I genuinely feel that your soul is in alignment with where we are right now, with being in this this space of mutable energy, of change, of understanding that there is more and wanting and desiring more. And that's where Pisces comes in and says, hey, what are your dreams? What are your aspirations? And not cutting those off at the knee, but saying, go big. But also realize your new foundation that you're building that off of. It may be different. It may feel different than it did a few months ago or a month ago or even a week ago. But also it can change, right? Because that's okay. We have that marker that we can erase and write and erase and write again. But now we're at least at a place where we feel some solidity in who we are now, right? Moving forward. And so I'm really digging this energy. I think this full moon is going to be very impactful. It's going to be very big in what shapes the rest of this year astrologically and um germanically i think it's the germanic calendar don't quote me but i do think that we are really in a space of exciting times it's okay if it feels a little unsure of like what is coming next but that's why virgo season is followed up by libra energy that lets us have that cardinal directional energy that says, and this is where we're going. And this is what's going to bring in the balance. And this is what's harmonizing everything that we've been working on over here. All our dreams that are renewed and reestablished and re-envisioned with this Pisces full moon. So I'm really digging it. It feels really good, but it feels really big. It feels really confusing. It feels a lot of feels. And that goes with that emotional energy of Pisces. So I hope everyone uh, understands that if you are feeling lots of feels, you're in alignment. And let yourself kind of ebb and flow with that, just like the waters do. Just like the fish, they're trying to kind of show us both sides of things, um, how things kind of interact with each other and how we need to have that sounding board with the other side of ourselves. Um, Being okay with feeling a sense of missing something or longing like we've been talking about, that's okay. Like all the emotions that you're feeling right now, super valid, super 
um, aligned with this cool full moon. So I'm going to get into the collective tarot. Like I said, it is the Virgo season. The B-Day is on the 31st. So I'm using my favorite deck, which is the zombie tarot, which is interesting, too, because it's got mutable energy in itself. Um, if you're mutating from a human to a zombie, you're in a transitionary state. You know what I'm saying? So you might be one foot in, one foot out right now in your old life and new life or your new ideas and your old ideas or your new energy and your old energy. So the bottom of the deck is the world, which is really cool. The world is about culmination. The world is very full moon energy all day. And on YouTube, you can see that there's the world literally is on fire. And so there's this transformation that is happening, this change that we've been talking about with the mutable energy that is happening for us to start something new. Because after the world comes the fool. Uh, we've got the nine of swords. This makes a lot of sense. It can feel anxious. We can feel concerned, worried, unsettled, hesitant, fearful. Our dreams, right? Pisces is ruled by Neptune. Neptune rules our dreams. Our dreams could be crazy. They could be weird. They could be like, what are you trying to tell me? So mentally, we can definitely be in a place of feeling a little, what is going on, right? But that's because we're in this shift, this cycle change. Next up, we have the five of wands. So that has a lot to do with us not fighting this allowing, going with the flow, with that fluid, Pisces, emotional, water energy, not, you know, what I'm also getting with this, what I've been talking about is being okay with letting go of things that you don't, you no longer want to fight for. You know, sometimes we, we, we keep trying to fight for something because we think we're supposed to, or we're supposed to fight for our role here, or fight for this. And five is also an indicator of change. Maybe what you thought you wanted, you don't want anymore. Maybe where you thought you wanted to be or the space that you were in is no longer resonating. And yeah, that can feel anxiety inducing because we don't, we're not sure, you know, what is next. But eight of hazards or eight of pentacles is all about all of our hard work. We talked about that at the beginning, all the work that we've been doing on ourselves. You know, when we talk about astrology, yes, we go in cycles, but these cycles are not independent from each other. They are all together. So eight of pentacles talks about the hard work that we put into something, that we put into ourselves, the effort, the energy, the time. Pentacles is earth energy. So going back to that Virgo, it's saying all your hard work is not in vain, but it, it's a space to be okay with the change that comes with the work that is done. When we do the work, that means we have changed. We have evolved. We have grown. We have mutated. So certain things don't align anymore. And that means we've done the work. So let yourself be open and receptive to the changes and calm the mind from the fear of what those change is what the change is bringing 
and shift it, as Keisha always speaks about, into that other spectrum of anxiety and fear to excitement and anticipation. So that is our collective tarot reading for this awesome blue super Pisces full moon. All right, hold on one second. I had an aha moment. <laughs> I must notate it. Um, I was literally at the Dirty South Yoga Festival with my partner that I was doing the sensory deprivation class with, and I just realized she's a Pisces, and the whole weekend we kept talking about shifting our perspective of things, because I was saying, I was like, oh yeah, I was like, you know, I really want these, like, this has been a desire for a minute, but, um, you know, I was like, yeah, I could get these big bowls off Amazon or whatever. But I was like, you know, until I get the ones that I really, really want, you know, I'm going to stick with the ones that I have. And I was like, but I, I was telling her I get like, you know, sometimes insecure because you see these spiritual meditation practitioners, whatever, these big old bowls and all this stuff. And I'm like, I, I see that I got the download and everything this weekend while in the meditation at the festival. But I was like, I see that happening. But I do see the reason why, like, it was like the veil was lifted, right? And I was like, oh, but speaking of changing our perspective, I was talking to her about the bowls and how, you know, mine are, like, smaller. And she was like, oh, so they're just portable. And I was like, bitch, yeah, they are, okay? Because <laughs> I'm doing a sensory deprivation class and I'm walking around with it. You can't hold those big old quartz bowls like that and walk around a whole room with them. I was like, yes, they're travel friendly, Cause she was like, do you need um, help unloading your car? And I was like, for what? I was like, I just think all seven of them could fit like in my little suitcase, little rolly carry on thing. And she was just like, oh, okay. So that's what she said. They're portable. So it gave me a whole different way to look at the, at what I had, you know? Um, and so I thought that was very interesting how just that shift in perspective, like we were talking about, it's a different way to use your imagination. Um, in my intuitive development classes, I talk a lot about imagination is the key to unlock your your potential as far as your intuitive development, your psychic development. And it's because we naturally all have imagination, whether we've been told, to, you know, that's just your imagination. Um, even if you shut that part of you down as a child, you still use your imagination because when you're thinking about what you're going to wear to work that day or you're thinking about what direction you should take, you know, if there's traffic. Or you're thinking about cooking something. Hmm, what should I cook? Your imagination is going all the time. We've just been told it's supposed to only look this way or work this way. Imagination doesn't always have to be like fantasy and this whimsical, etheric type thing that's like otherworldly. Okay, you know, when you're, I just gave some very practical, that's the Virgo energy, <laughs> right? The practical ways to use your imagination, which is that Piscean energy. So anything that you create, you're using your imagination. And so when you're finding yourself in struggle, strife, and so forth, feeling down about yourself, it's really just your perspective. It doesn't mean it's true. What we forget sometimes is we start to ruminate and um, overthink things. And uh, we don't, and sometimes we may even romanticize things, right? Romanticize potential. And we're not being realistic with ourselves, recognizing that whether those things are good or bad, worry or daydreaming and romanticizing something. Um, it's all just how we're using our imagination. When you understand the power of your imagination, then you are able to really maximize the potential of yourself, but also that of the mind. 
And it's funny because one of the things that people, I thought about this because the, the tantrika in me is just, my head's in the gutter sometimes, <laughs> a lot of times. <laughs> but it's so funny because you said something about, you know, it just, it feels good. It feels big. It feels confusing. And I'm like, it sounds like being digmatized. <laughs> what that sounds like to me <laughs> being digmatized you know but um but in that same case what do you do a lot of times you use your imagination you start to fantasize like, oh this is my boo and then you do like oh, what is he doing you know like all this kind of stuff we just go all over the place in our heads sometimes especially as women um because we are more emotional right um and those emotions can sometimes take us into places that we don't necessarily want to we don't want to be there or we don't want to go there. Um, but the thing is, when you allow yourself to flow with that, you also know that where there's flow, like there's there's something that continues. Right. So you can move through that space and come out on the other side. Um, it's kind of almost like maybe sometimes like a theme park, a water park and also just like out in nature, you know. You'll be in the ocean and you can go into like a cave or follow a river or something into a cave and then be able to like come out on the other side. It might be dark and kind of creepy in there for a minute and then you come out on the other side somewhere else. And so that's kind of like how the imagination can uh, work. It might take you to a dark space, but you also can control getting out of that space. You know, <laughs> if you can imagine yourself and put yourself somewhere mentally that's less than desirable, you can also mentally put yourself somewhere that is desirable. And so for me, this super big blue harvest Pisces full moon, that was a lot to say, it's just extra for no reason, but <sighs> I guess it is for a reason. Um, because this super moon is closer to us, it means there's a greater gravitational pull. Our bodies are 70% water, just like Mother Earth. So if there's a gravitational pull with the waters of Earth, it's going to be a gravitational pull with us as well. Water, it represents the element or the element of water represents our emotions, our feelings. So yes, your feelings might be more intense because of that gravitational pull right now. Or that what you desire might feel like it's really pulling you because um, the moon also rules like not only what we need, to, how we want to be nurtured, what we need to nurture, but it also rules our subconscious mind and that which needs to be released. So you might also find that you maybe are feeling more emotional. And as you're feeling that things are coming to mind that maybe don't feel good, offering you an opportunity to shift your perspective of it. Um, or it could also be things that are being illuminated and looking at all the different ways you have reaped your harvest, how you are full. And it could also be both. Okay. Um, I was talking to a a client of mine, I'm talking, I've had this conversation several times recently in the last week. And so, but anyways, um, but we're it's talking about like people where you feel like you're like, you're both. Like, I feel like I'm here. I know I need to do this, but I also feel called to do this and I'm here and I, but I feel like I need to be there. And so what is that space in between? Right. What is that space in between? Well, it's a space of opportunity for one. Um, and it's a time of, it's a space of reflection. It's a space of empowerment. It's a space of whatever you want it to be. It's a space of discernment, um, a space of alchemy. All right. Because that space that's in between, I'm just going to make it real Virgo Piscean like, um, I see a lot of spiritual teachers talk about the third dimension realm and how we're ascending that and going into the fifth dimensional realm of higher consciousness and the new earth. So just say, because earth energy is third dimensional energy, just say that's Virgo over here. 
right? And then Piscean energy would be this etheric, higher consciousness level of energy over here, right? And the two get together, you have you have earth, you have water, things get a little muddy. And when things get muddy, it can get a little murky, right? And you don't know when you're in that ebb and flow, what's going to be pulled away and what's going to resurface, right? Kind of like the ocean, you see things, oh, where'd it go? And then it's like covered up and you don't know what, where it went in that ebb and flow. But in the ascension process, you have the third dimension, you have the fifth dimension. No one wants to talk about the fourth dimension. Like to me, this is very logical. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just like, y'all just we're just gonna skip just the whole number, like a whole level. I understand timeline jumping and quantum jumping and that kind of stuff, but is that realistic? See, that's that Virgo part. Is, is that realistic? Is it practical? Can you just like jump, you know, can you just jump, get out of college and be boom, CEO of something? No, you got to put the work in, right? You got to actually make things make sense. You have to plan. You have to strategize. You have to be able to say, okay, this is what's working. This isn't. How can I take this, which isn't working as feedback and then analyze that, reassess things. We're in retrograde season. There's a lot of re-everything, recreate, reassess, you know, reacquaint yourself, reconnect to something, readjust, all that. So with this season to me of Virgo, Pisces, full moon, and with all the retrogrades happening, it's actually an opportunity to slow down, right? Because earth moves slowly and then water, we prefer water depending on the situation. But when you think of calming waters, it's typically moving more slowly versus like Niagara Falls, you know, um, overwhelming and overpowering. But it's one of those things where <laughs> I just don't understand. <laughs> well, I know I'm talking about this fourth dimension because the third dimension feels heavy. It feels icky. It's like, ugh, okay. Um, the fifth dimension is like, oh, we want to send into our I am presence and the Christ consciousness and the, the you know, the crystalline grid and stuff. Oh, how the hell are you going to get there? How are you going to get there? The fourth dimension. And the thing is, what happens is I notice as um, a spiritual person that to me, the fourth dimension is the embodiment of as above, so below. Okay. So um, because what happens is you have this higher dimension consciousness, it's almost like your upper chakras, right? So you have your throat chakra, your third eye and your crown. So pretend like this is your fifth. Um, your pretend like your throat is your fifth uh, dimension. The third eye, your sixth chakra is the sixth dimension. Seventh chakra here, the crown is the seventh dimension. And then below you have your lower self right? The more earthly based self, your human self, ego self, whatever. So you have the third chakra, that's third dimension, ego. That's what we got here, out here, shit. And then you have the second dimension, which is your, uh, like your set, sec, the second chakra, um, the sacral chakra. It makes sense. The second dimension deals with the um, like uh, cellular level of things, the uh, atomic level of things. So it would make sense in that area because you have sperm and egg. It's, you need a microscope to see that kind of stuff. Okay. The first dimension is like the core foundation of earth, right? And the first, first chakra is your core, your foundational chakra of your being. So tell me <laughs> in this ascension process, can you just skip the fourth chakra? 
No. We say that love is one of the strongest healing vibrations, one of the strongest powers there is. Love is transformative, right? Love can heal all things. All this stuff we talk about, love, going from third to fifth dimension is literally like saying, I'm just going to jump from my third lower self chakra here and just go to my throat chakra and just completely forget that there's this space in between. No, you have to be able to transmute that lower self through love. You have to embrace that and love that lower aspect of yourself and bring it up, bring it up to this level of consciousness through love. And also the same way down, you have to be able to love this lower aspect of yourself enough to know that it is worthy of receiving that higher consciousness, bringing that down through this space of love once again. So the fourth dimension is a space of not only opportunity and potential, it's a space of alchemy where you turn lead into gold, okay? Turn your pains into pleasure, okay? When you learn to embody both, this is actually in uh, Taoism and also in tantric uh, teachings, when you embody all aspects of something, that is where wholeness is created. Think about it. The yin and yang symbol literally is like the logo for the fourth dimension. Okay, so whenever I have clients that come to me or I hear people saying, you know, on social media or just out and about, like, you know, yeah, like, I know my purpose is, I know what my calling is, but I got to go and freaking do this, like, accounting job tomorrow and I fucking hate it. And it's like, yeah, and it, and people get so frustrated. That's also, unfortunately, I, this is going to get dark real quick, but um, <laughs> my Scorpio Mercury, we're going there. But um, this is also why sometimes um, suicide rates are pretty high with spiritual aspirants and you're just like, well, there's all this and that, like this spiritual leader or whatever, you know, like killed herself and yada, yada, yada. Well, it's because guess what? We get so disconnected sometimes thinking we're supposed to be here and we don't want to be here. And it creates even a bigger polarity. And next thing you know, it snaps and we're disconnected from both ends. You know, I find in uh, working with clients and so forth that a lot of times people who do have suicidal tendencies, I've also been there, just to be honest, moment of transparency. Um, typically, it's when your crown chakra and your root chakra, the seventh and fourth first dimensions of your being, are closed. And when they're closed, there's no connection. So now you're just sitting with all this shit in between, and it doesn't feel good. There's no flow above or below. The whole point is for there to be flow. When you are allowing yourself to be open both in crown and your root chakra, in those dimensions and everywhere in between, the energy... Spear was like, I heard that one because I accidentally hit this bowl, the third chakra bowl. But um, it, when you allow the energy to flow, now you live in flow and in harmony with nature. That is the foundation of Taoism. Um, a lot of Eastern traditions and practices is to live in, even indigenous practices here in the Americas. Um, it is all about living in tune and harmony with nature. When you learn to be a part of that cycle, that rhythm, that flow, then you can understand how things are operating, not only from above and below, but you become that, you embody that. And then therefore there's wholeness. There is no disharmony because you're not judging yourself for being here and not being there or vice versa and all that kind of stuff. That is where you experience peace. That is where you alchemize all that anguish and turn it into peace. That is where you understand a greater aspect of who you are. And now you truly are a multidimensional being that can move how you need to, when you need to. You know what I'm saying? The fourth dimension is a place of discernment, okay? Because of that duality, because of that polarity, it's a place of discernment. You can choose to go this direction or you can choose to go that direction, all right? It's up to you to create the wholeness that you seek, all right?
Um, yep, that's what I got. <laughs> that's, that's it. And it was beautiful. Wow, that was beautiful. That was like absolutely amazing. Made so much visual sense energetically. I think it really tied everything in really awesomely together. Uh, so thank you so much. If you guys are listening on the podcast, um, on Spotify or on Apple Music, uh, tell the homies. If you're watching on YouTube, hey. Um, and if you're part of our Patreon, we have a few of our members with us live right now. We appreciate y'all so much. Everyone can join our Patreon and get access to our exclusive meditations that we're about to get into right now. So with that being said, I hope you enjoy this full super blue moon in Pisces, and we will see you next time.